foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. And there is an identity crisis sweeping our nation, Janie. Girls wanting to be boys and vice versa, saying that God has made a mistake. You know, we we look at that and we think, well, that's just, you know, craziness. But the body of Christ is really struggling with identity as well. Maybe not physically, but we don't know who we are in Christ. That's a very good observation, and I believe that that's a fact. And then, Sharon, I'm going to ask a perplexing question, and that is, what is your thinking on why we are so perplexed in knowing who we are when we have the completed scriptures? Well, I think it's because we live in a woe-is-me-defeated mindset. And when we, and I'm speaking right now in the nation of America, live in probably the greatest nation that has ever been allowed to be discovered and developed, why is the prosperity that we have been blessed with caused us so insecure in who we are? Well, I think it's because we put a lot of value in the material things. Well, and as as a child, as a baby, uh, material things are very important to us, aren't they? I mean, we like our rattles. We like our... Pacifier. Pacifier. Or thumb. (laughs) (laughs) And some of us really never grow out of the needs of babyhood. Okay. And so as we grow up, we are being parented by people who had the same perplexities that their parents did. And we're passing on down that your security can remain as a baby, childish, self-centered. We just do that now on a higher plane with bigger toys and bigger needs. Do you think some of that has to do with just continuing to rely on our own natural abilities or inabilities? Okay, I like the way you just said that because there really is a sin principle that causes us so much of our problems in growing into adulthood and putting away those childish endeavors of not being able to choose according to what God has for us. So, Sharon, have you ever considered that your soul, that part of you that is your mind, will, and emotions, can be used as a great tool for benefit because God gave you a soul? Right. But the soul under the control of self is a very dangerous tool. That the enemy uses to mess with us? Yes, ma'am. So we see where we have failed, and then we go into depression because of our failures and how stupid are we. Now, stop and realize (laughs) just what you've said, because most people joining us today say, 
I identify with that. But did that come out of the mind of God? Did that come out of the Holy Spirit's leading? Or was that the enemy using his wit and wisdom to deceive and defeat and get us back to looking to his game plan Mm -hmm. rather than the master's game plan that he has really already accomplished for us at the cross, Sharon? Right. And so if we understand the cross and know the cross and identify ourselves as being in Christ, like Second Corinthians 5.17 says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, all things are become new. And so we have that absolute fact of scripture that because we don't feel it, then we don't believe it. And it's no different than what the world is doing now because I don't feel this way. Then God's made a mistake about how he created me. And I'm going to play off of your inflection. We don't need and should not feel because the Lord said it is by faith. Exactly. In the facts that he has given us through his word that we are to reckon on. But faith is kind of iffy and shaky. Some people put the faith in their own ability to overcome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Lord said you will always fail there because faith is into who I am, not to who you feel you are. Well, and I've heard even Christians tell other Christians that you didn't have enough faith for this or that to to take place. And, you know, like faith is something that is mustered up from your own being. And I don't know a better word that we can say on air other than rubbish. Right. That is not truth. But if we live by that assumed truth that someone else has tried to implant in us, Mm -hmm. their implantation of those thoughts did not come from the Holy Spirit. That's right. And if it didn't, then we know who the other source is that is giving us that twisted thinking. And we need to make a statement here, Sharon. The enemy loves to take the pure word of God and just twist it, just tweak it a little bit just even using the very words that are in the red-letter editions of where Jesus was speaking, and the enemy then just put a question mark after a statement. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And the enemy just says, "Mm, really? Have you considered this? Have you considered that? Yes. I know that Mahatma Gandhi said that the Christian faith was the true faith of all religions. And he did call it religions, not a relationship. So as he was exploring Christianity in his studies, he had the opportunity to go live with a Christian family. And he said as he observed the way they applied the truth of the Christian faith, he recognized that there must be something wrong because what they said is not how they lived. And so he went on and established a religion of his own by which millions have been deceived. How tragic that someone who had the truth Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. from the scriptures chose to misappropriate because right. they chose to let their souls dominate. Right. And that had to bring in failure. Right. So knowing the right thing, but executing it in the wrong way will always result in failure, frustration, and deception. But you know, Janie, people look to Christians to establish who God is. And when we don't know who we are in Christ, then we don't represent God correctly to others. So we have to know who are we in Christ? Who does God say we are? Well, God says that we are his children, that we belong to him. He said we are more than conquerors. But you know, when we look at how life is issuing certain aspects of how we are forced to live, some of us are looking and saying, is this Christian life really all just a myth? Well, and I think that has something to do with the fact that we think because we are God's children that we should just be blessed like, you know, princes and princesses. Uh, again, you're bringing up some excellent <laughs> points today that's making me stop and have to go, oh, let's think, let's think here. The Spirit wants us to be uh, very actively engaged in our walk with the Lord. The enemy would like for us to say, oh, just let the Holy Spirit take over and you just be passive in your thinking. Mm-hmm. You just let him do it all. Right. And then I'm going to challenge anybody listening today, including you. Are there any scriptures that just tell us to go passive in our thinking to where the Spirit's going to do all of the thinking for us so that we can be spiritually minded? No, I can't think of any. I can't think of any either. But in Romans 12, I do remember, he says in verse 1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that would be us, that you, by the mercies of God, present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable and should be normal service. And don't be conformed to this world by how the world wants to think, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you are going to renew your mind so that you may approve what is good and acceptable, the mind has to be engaged. It has to be standing strong. Mm -hmm. It needs to know the facts. It needs to know how to apply the facts by faith. It needs to know the person of who you are putting your faith into. The mind must remain active and engaged, never passive, just so that the spirit can take control. Our faith must be in the person of Jesus Christ. And do you think that a lot of people have put their faith in a denomination? Yes. In a belief system? And in themselves. And in themselves. They must produce the faith. And then when the other F word, which is fear. Oh, okay. (laughs) Just see if you were listening here. (laughs) Yes. Then fear creeps in and nullifies, weakens our faith. And that's why mentoring matters. 
Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.